All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Thursday, May 11th of 2023 here. We have golf teeing off earlier this morning. Good luck to you all in your golf contests uh, today through the weekend. We have a two-game NBA slate today, a two-game NHL slate we had a three-game early MLB slate followed by an uh, afternoon three-game MLB slate as well. So a little bit smaller slates all over the place today, but it should be a fun day of DFS as we kind of wind down the week here. Tomorrow will be our last show of the week, and we'll be back Monday as usual. But for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew, one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. It's a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions that come in live in the YouTube chat or over in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord, there's a link in the description below to get joined up. Highly recommend it. As always, get uh, news about similars and a lot of good DFS conversation happening in the channels each and every day. Uh, sharp users giving feedback. Uh, new users asking good questions. So, so just a really good place to be in general. And uh, if you're just stumbling on this show, welcome. Uh, if you want to try us out and take a shot using SaberSim, there's a link to a seven-day, no strings attached, free trial. And then we do the show Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Get your questions answered. But that being said, gonna get the app pulled up here. Uh, looks like we got two or three questions in the queue to get us going today. No questions from support. Got some stuff in the Discord here. But if anybody has any questions, now is always a good time to get those in. And I'm going to start with this one from Bill's Nut. Question says, in the post build, using the right to left process, after I deselect the stack types, okay, you know, let me just run a build because we're going to need one. Uh, after I deselect the stack types, I don't want in my lineups. I then go to the teams tab to set max exposure on team stacks and the max percent on players. If there are any, I want to cap. The problem is that after I filter out stack types, I don't want the optimizer will not let me set min slash max percent on teams or players. Also, when I go to download my lineups, my number has been reduced below what I want because of the filters and the optimizer asks if I only want those lineups or do I want to include the ones I filtered out to have my desired number. If I say yes, it includes stack types. I have filtered out even though I have a pool of 5,000 lineups. How do I solve each of these problems? Thanks. Okay. Yep. Uh, happy to talk about this. I think this is very relevant question here. So so let's say that you're starting out, um, you're, you want to build your lineups, you want max diversity, right? So what I'm going to do, I'm going to turn my diversity as high as it can go until I run out of lineups here, right? So at seven, uh, there are not 20 available lineups for me. So all of it, all, although my number of lineups is set to 20, the builder is saying on the lineups in the parentheses, it's saying 18. So the, what the builder is telling me is like, hey, you know, th there's really only 18 lineups in our set of 500 here that are that have seven players different from every other lineup so what i need to do is i need to turn i need to turn something down and the easiest thing to turn down is the mini uniques right that's the only thing we've messed with to this point so then when i go to six uh we're at lineup 280 so it's saying out of the from from lineups one through 280 there are 20 lineups that have at least six players different from every other lineup in the pool with with another 220 lineups uh, still able to be tapped into further down here. So I think that this is a good starting point here. 
Um, anytime your your lineups and the number in parentheses is lower than your requested number of lineups, you're going to have to make some adjustment to to get that number back to what you were requesting. So from here, now I'm going to go to my stack types. Let's say that I only want to play five stacks. So then what I'm going to do is I'm going to zero out all of the four stacks and three stacks. Not to say that this is the approach I take, but I'm just trying to be aggressive here, right? I'm trying to do something that, that will lead to us needing to make an adjustment here. So even though I'm only playing five stacks, I've went and I've zeroed out all the four stacks, all the three stacks. Uh, so far, so good here, right? We, we went further into the pool. We're at lineup 468 out of 500. So we're getting pretty close here. Um, but but we were able to get to all the stack types we wanted. So that's great. Uh, team stacks, you know, I, I don't I don't think you need to do too much there. Uh, it's it's really in this, uh, I'm sorry, game stacks, I don't think you need to do too much there. It's really in the team stacks where your, your kind of next big adjustments are going to come from, right? And let's say that we wanted to take a stand on, on one of these lower uh, exposed teams here that we're getting naturally, but are higher in the pool, right? So to me, Tampa Bay is, is kind of popping out. I haven't looked at any projections or ownership. I don't know anything about run totals, right? But I'm just kind of working here. And Yankees, uh, we have 20%, but we have about 15% in our pool. So we're okay. They're already getting a little positive leverage on the Yankees. But Tampa Bay, right? We're, we're at 20% in our set of 20, but they're owned at about, uh, or our stack pool exposure is about 30%. So let's say I want to match that, right? Like, you know what? I want to play a little more Tampa Bay. Uh, they, they look pretty good. So then, boom, I get this message. Unable to meet exposures, right? So what I'm going to hit, I'm going to hit keep editing. And then what I need to decide at, at, at this point is, are the team stack exposures more important than the diversity that I'm getting with the min uniques of six? And if the answer to that question is no, then what I would do is reset your um, Tampa Bay request here for your min exposure, and you'll see the message go away. And then, boom, you're you're good here, right? Um, move on to whatever the next step is, and then if you run into an error, uh, redo that or re- redo that questioning process, right? But let's say that you know you decide that Tampa Bay is important to you, so then you need to take something away, right? It's a, it's a give and take at this point. So then what I'm going to do is I'm going to lower the min uniques down to five. And then this will give the builder more flexibility to get to the lineups um, that, that it needs to here. Right? So by dropping min uniques to five, you'll see that now I, my min exposure to Tampa Bay was 30. Now I bumped them all the way up to 55%. Um, so, so this is really related to, you know, the builder thinks that at Mini Uniques 5, there are actually a lot of really good five-stack Tampa Bay lineups, and it actually wants to get to more of them. I think it was the Mini Uniques 6 that was probably pushing some of those Tampa Bay stacks down, right? And then it also comes down to our um, stack types adjustment here. But but really, this is kind of the step process you're going to do. It's like, okay, um, I'm at this point. I'm running into an error you know, do, do I keep going straight or, or do I go, do I turn? Right. So keep going straight would be, Hey, do I keep, um, going with, with these, uh, with the min uniques I've set, or do I reduce my min uniques and then go with these team stacks that I'm now requesting? Right. So that is what you're going to have to do. And, and that should really just 
solve kind of all of the problems here. It's like, hey, you know, when I adjust team stacks, I run into an error. When I adjust um, hitters, I, I run into an error, right? So so for basically about every position, you can do the same thing here, right? So let's say that I don't want to play 80%. Yovaldi, I want to play closer to uh, his pool percent. I want to play closer to Tommy Henry's pool percent and even uh, Drew, Drew Rasmussen as well, right? So I'm going to drop all of their exposures and just kind of see how these how these adjustments go but so far like okay so i just ran into an error and then another thing with this is like when you run into an error uh the builder will give you some feedback right so it's gonna put in red boxes like hey you know these are the exposure adjustments that are causing the error and then what it will also do is that in the exposure column your max exposure will be different from your exposure column. So what you see in the exposure column here is 45% for Rasmussen, but my 40% that I set as a max exposure is, is returning an error. So the builder is, is telling me like, Hey, you know, um, I can only get to 45% Rasmussen, not 40%. And I can only get to 40% Tommy Henry, not 35%. So if I were to change my max exposures up 5% for both of these players, that error would go away and the red boxes would go away. So, so if you're trying to figure out, you know, um, how much of an adjustment to get rid of these red boxes, the builder is already telling you that in the exposure column. So uh, pay attention to that and use that as feedback as to what you want to do from that point. Right. But um, it, it doesn't seem like any bugs are happening here. It's just a matter of, uh, a give and take what, what you want to do at that point. So, so that is how I would suggest handling that. And it was, I, I don't think I missed any questions there, but Bill's not, if I missed anything particular, just let me know, but I'm pretty sure I got to it. All right. Next question from in it to bink it. And it's being said, why when I go back into my builds later on to check exposures, et cetera, they quite often have changed. Uh, so this is a good question. So basically, you know, let's say that you're running a build at lock uh, for this main slate coming up in a little bit here. Uh, lock is at 405 for me on the West Coast here. So let's say, you know, I, I run my build like 10 minutes before this. I, I, I get my final set of lineups. And then let's say I come back, right? I come back later. Um Maybe when I built my lineups, the San Francisco, Arizona lineups weren't confirmed. So then what's going to happen is that when these lineups get confirmed, new Sims are going to run, right? And that might uh, have an effect on projections, even ever so slightly, right? So what's going to happen is when you click back into a build, Saber, Saber Sim is going to recognize that new builds, uh, new Sims have run. So then it is going to take in those adjusted projections. And then it is basically going to redo the Sabre score formula for all of the lineups in the pool. So we can see the Sabre score formula. It's 0.4 times the sum of my projection. So like the mean projection, and then it's doing a multiplier for percentiles and a multiplier for adjusted ownership here. So for, for the projection and for the percentiles, as the projections get updated, those values change, right? So then that can affect the ordering of your lineups in your pool. So, so what's going to happen is Saber score is going to rerun. It is going to reshuffle the lineups. It's not going to rebuild any lineups, but what was your first lineup might, might move down to your fifth. And what was your, you know, fifth might move up to your second. And all these things are going to get reshuffled based on the latest data. Uh, if you 
want to see the set of lineups that you used when you filled your contest, all you have to do is go up to this up, up here to the top where it says save the lineups. You click this drop down. Every time you either leave a build or you go to fill your entries, uh, we are automatically going to save all the work that you have done up until this point. And then that is going to be a lineup set that you can now click into and then we will uh, show you what lineups those were. So, so if you need to go back and check some lineups that you previously built, all you have to do is click on the lineup file. The easiest way to do it is to match it to the entries tab. So if you have a CSV um, and you go to fill your entries, we're going to show you like, hey, this is the lineup file you're using. And then, you know, you're going to fill with rank, unique random or unique rank, uh, whatever it may be. So all, all I prefer to do is just go to my entries tab, check the lineup file that I used come back into the build and then make sure I match it because um, if you're, you know, going back and forth, checking different things, you can have multiple saved lineup files for a single build. So just be aware of what one you're using. But basically when you, when you get back into the app, uh, we just want to give you the most up-to-date information. Maybe a um, player gets ruled out. Like let's say, let's say uh, Marcus Simeon gets ruled out, right? So, so all you have fifty percent of him in in this set at the moment, right? So basically, you know, we we don't want any of those Marcus Simeon lineups up at the top. We want those, you know, down at the bottom. So like that's what Saberson's going to do. It's going to be like, oh, you know, all this projection for this player is is, is now gone. This is actually now a bad lineup, and then it's going to move those down, and then conversely move other lineups up. Uh, I would I would always suggest running a fresh build if you have time. You know what I mean. I, I wouldn't suggest going back into a build that you ran two hours ago and then using that to fill your lineups. If this was all being done pre slate lock, but just some notes about how the builder works in general here. All right. Uh, looks like we have some feedback from Chuck. Uh, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this follow up from Billsnet first before we jump into that. Uh, follow-up was, oh, I think I see the first problem. I hit the minus sign to reduce my stack percent, which created a filter. You zeroed them out and you were still able to change uh, team and player percent. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's, that might be part of it, right? So uh, glad I was able to demo that for you and, and show you uh, the way I did it. And it looks like we didn't have any problems. So if you're doing it a different way, maybe just try the way I showed here and then see if that works for you. All right, uh, going to bring in this comment from Chuck here. Chuck said, even though I didn't factor ownership into my back testing, I did notice an interesting pattern with ownership. I noticed that a balanced approach to ownership lowered downside while still having a negligible impact on upside. Even more importantly, a player pool consisting of half of the players with an adjusted own lower than the Saberson own and the other half of players were then adjusted on higher than the Saber Simone. I think this info will help a lot of fellow users. So, so for those of you who haven't been following along, uh, Chuck has been doing some back testing based on some um, feedback that I gave him uh, on a on a previous office hours, and he will come back and uh, report in about how his back testing is going from time to time here. So, Chuck, glad to see that you are still making strides on your testing here, and I appreciate you. Uh, sharing any any results that that you are having up to this point. So glad to see that process is still going good for you. All right, jumping over to the YouTube chat. Uh, we have one question 
in the YouTube chat. So if anybody has any last questions, now's a great time to get them in. Might be a shorter show today. I know that, you know, we have a bunch of small slates. Some stuff's already kicked off, so maybe not too many questions here. Uh, but we're going to hit this one from John. So John said, does SaberSim as a whole believe there's a sport you give better projections for compared to other sports? Example would be better projections for NBA compared to NFL. Uh, so I wouldn't say better projections. Um, I would say that, you know, some sports are just more variant than others. So like, you know, NBA is, is probably the most projectable sport. Uh, that's not just, you know, within SaberSim, that's basically across the industry. Players are very normally distributed and, and it, and it makes the projections a lot more accurate, I would say, as opposed to, you know, individual hitters where you pull up a distribution and you see this big uh, tail event to the right. Uh, th these players in general, you know, are, are pretty hard to, to project. And then oftentimes, you know, for, for a sport like MLB, uh, you look at this projection of, of 10.73 and then you go and look at that, you know, how many times, how often does Marcus Semien actually score about that number? And, and it's, it's not often it's, you know, in the 10 to 20 ish percent range, maybe like 10% range, probably exactly like 10 to 11 points. Um, but, but what happens is that, you know, he has all of these outcomes where he scores, you know, zero to five points. And then he has some of these outcomes where he's scoring 30 plus points. Right. And, and it all kind of averages out in, in that number, but the amount of time that that number specifically actually occurs is actually really low. Right. So that's why we feel here at Saberson that it is so important to understand these players ranges of outcomes have game simulations where we are simulating the games at bat by a bat so we can capture some of this nuance here. So we think the range of outcomes is is super important to understanding how likely these players are to actually have a good game and, and help you win a GPP and help a lineup have upside. So, um, you know, I, I think that just looking at mean projections for something like baseball is just so different than looking at mean projections for something like NBA where that player's mean projection is probably actually like their, their highest likely outcome, right? We pull up Nikola Jokic here on screen and his mean projection of 68, uh, 68 is probably like right about his highest number. And then everything uh, looks like this nice bell curve shape kind of from there. Right. So uh, it's not, it's not a perfect bell curve. Uh, still some, some nuance and, and some different things happening here, but much, much closer to, to what you would expect. So just, just varies sport by sport, I would say as to, um, how, how all of that works out. Uh, okay. John said, uh, maybe a better way to phrase it would be better sport compared to the rest of the market slash other DFS sites. Maybe you value certain stats more than the field, giving you an edge in projections as always appreciate the content and your time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no worries. Um, so I, I would say, uh, personally, I think that, you know, my, my understanding and, and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe some other members of the team can jump in if, if they're hanging around watching, but, uh, Saberson was like originally built as a, um, MLB model was like the first model. And, uh, I think that MLB holds a special place in, uh, some, some people's hearts on the Saberson team. So, uh, we, we really stand behind all of our projections. I think that, um, our MLB model goes back the, the furthest. So I think that, you know, there's a case there to be, to be said that, you know, our MLB model 
is one of our strongest models, right? It's not one of our newest models. Um, we are still making adjustments to it each and every season, uh, you know, trying to fine tune it and trying to uh, make adjustments to it. But I think that, you know, our MLB model goes back the furthest. I would feel pretty comfortable saying this is probably um, one of our strongest models here. But all right, everybody. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in and, and for the questions. I appreciate it as always here. Uh, if you guys are not playing over on owner's box, make sure you guys are playing uh, contest continued overlay contests are generally softer than what you will find on DraftKings and FanDuel here. Uh, make sure to sign up and use promo code Saber or SaberSim here. You get a $500 deposit bonus and we will track your entry fees and you can earn free SaberSim credit for the standard plan, for the pro plan, for the prop plan. And there is no cap on how many free months you can earn. So make sure you're playing over on owner's box and until tomorrow good luck in your contest if you guys are building lineups throughout the day question pops in your head drop it in the office hours channel let it sit there until tomorrow gets us a steady queue of questions to get started with at the beginning of tomorrow's show tomorrow's show is the last show of the week then we'll be right back on monday so get your questions in before the weekend but until then take care good luck in your contest i will see you all thanks bye